0: W.T.F. is up. Oh, don't you love that sound? There we go. What's up, everybody? Dude, I'll tell you what's up. It is snowing in Seattle. All right, all my fellow Seattleites. The city's going to be shutting down this weekend for sure. Uh, most likely. It's all good, though, you know. Got a nice hot cup of coffee right here. Watching the snowflakes floating down outside in the window. It's all good. It's a cozy morning today before heading out to the mountain, you know, the next couple of days. So um, I'm excited. Anyways, thank you for tuning in. Here we are. The big one foe, baby. The big one foe. Episode 14. Hey, if this is your first episode that you're tuning in for, welcome. Enjoy. Let's get into this. The caffeine breakdown here are the four categories all right we got the uh, coffee name and the roaster of course number two the roast type uh three the brew style and the coffee grind type and number four the i don't know why i'm saying my is like that number four uh the appearance and packaging Gonna round this one out, and today we got a great coffee. I'm excited, a little bit caffeinated. Yes, I realize, but it's a good. It's a, um on this wonderful episode. Let me just tell you. Let's get into it. Number one, the coffee name and the roaster. We got um Cafe Cocina right here. C a f f e c o c i n a. Gifted by the wonderful Tammy G. Appreciate you. Thank you very much. Um, they were established in Poulsbo, Washington, across the peninsula, all right, uh, back in 2012. Cafe Cocina, the local expert in providing distinct and flavorful coffee experiences by only sourcing direct and fair trade organic coffee and roasting locally to ensure exceptional quality. We partner with local farmers to provide the freshest farm-to-table menu possible. Our Our care and commitment to our community extends to our customers. We are driven to create exceptional customer service with our dedication to consistent improvement. Hey, that's awesome. Great message there by Cafe Cocina. Thank you. And what do we got today? We got their drum roll here. Ooh, Nostalgia Blend. Nostalgia Blend. It's a mix of uh, Colombian and Brazilian beans here. Okay, okay, I like that. Let's uh, flip the bag over. Let me read a little some some here that I found very nice. Uh, So let's see. Café Cocina writes to us, Music can be wildly nostalgic yourself among others may have experienced coffee for your first time and tripped across some harsh bitter characteristics i know i have for sure for sure uh while we know there is so much more to its complexity we find that a large number of coffee lovers long for a dark rich robust cup thank you yes um this nostalgic nature stood as key inspiration for creating this wonderful and harmonious blend that takes you right back to where it all began. Void of the flavor that can hold a spoon vertical for hours. Void of the... I don't know what that means. I don't know what that... I read this another time and I... Huh. I didn't even pick that up before. I have no idea what that means. Our nostalgia blend will delight you in a very drinkable cup of coffee. Enjoy this dark roast as an espresso pour over uh Chemex or French press. Drink up. You're home now. Hmm. Very nice, dude. Nostalgia blend from Cafe Cocina. I'm loving everything so far here. And that's uh going to bring us to the Hey, let's go into the roast type we just heard. You know, it's a dark roast, boy. Uh again, the origins here. Colombia, Brazil. And um dude. Colombia, Brazil. We got an elevation here of 6,100 feet. Feet? Yeah, feet. I um, wasn't sure if it was meters or feet. <laughs> but, uh, you know, cooler mountain temperatures, you know, up high, up high in the uh, higher elevations. They um, provide a slower growth cycle for the coffee tree, which prolongs bean development. So that longer process of maturation Imbues the coffee bean with more complex sugars, yielding deeper and more compelling flavors. You know, so that's awesome. Better drainage at high elevation also reduces the amount of water in the fruit, resulting in a further concentration of flavors, which we all appreciate when we're sitting around the coffee table drinking a nice cup of joe. Okay, we got some mild aromas here on this one a smooth, sweet. Uh, smell like a nice uh, organic honey maybe you know fresh from the uh from the beekeepers all right dude those people that do that that's a that's um that's a intense a little bit you know you got all these bees what if they get in your suit i know you got the protective suit what if they get in the suit dude you're screwed um but anyways this flavor here on this cup of joe let me get a little sip sip yeah that sweetness kind of follows into the taste as well the flavor here i get like a slight sweetness nothing over overpowering you know that uh uh, a little bit of like kind of that syrupy on the on the palate there it's got a mild to medium acidity with this one it's sweet up front with the acidity you know in the mid palate it rounds off kind of in the back let me get another little sip sip real quick Mm mm-hmm yeah rounds off in the back there drops off it doesn't really leave too much of a crazy aftertaste you know not not too bitter in the back of the palate which i enjoy thank you and how did we make this cup of joe today of course we got the french press mm. wonderful every pinchy time come on so damn delicious um You know, I started a new technique, and I don't know if this is the right way to do this or not. Something that I've tried out, and I seem to... Maybe, I don't know, the practice is just fun. started pouring the water into the French press. You know, after it's boiled in the Kenmore uh, water boiler, of course. Um, You just kind of pour the water in slowly, kind of mimicking the... You know, you've seen those videos of the people that make the latte art. Um, Where they kind of jiggle their wrists back and forth, back and forth and make the little the cute little doves and the hearts and the and the leaves. Uh, As I pour the water into the French press, just making sure to cover all the beans. And that's B-E-E-N-Z. That's what I'm talking about. Those beans. All right. Anyways. And then after that, I use the stir stick to, you know, after the grounds have have bubbled, bubbled up a little bit, you know, releasing that carbon dioxide from the beans uh, when they mix in with that hot water, you know, a little turbulence, if you will. And um, this shit, I mean, it came out nice. Okay, this is delicious, delicious cup of joe from Cafe Cocina. Love this nostalgia blend. Wow. Great job. Um, they do mention here, tasting notes, a, uh, baker's chocolate, roasted almonds, blackberry. I don't know if I see that though, you know, personally, um, I don't, I don't, I don't get the, uh, the, um, definitely on the nose, on the nose for sure. The aroma of the, of the coffee, I get the chocolate for sure. How is baker's chocolate different than normal chocolate? Is it dark chocolate? Hmm. I don't know. Roasted almonds, yeah, of course, on the nose of I I can I can see that. Yeah. But the blackberry, I don't know. I get a little bit more sweetness syrupy out of this one. Um you know, some some like molasses, maybe. Let me get a little sip sip. Yeah. It's delicious though. Very good. Disagree there. Sorry, on the tasting notes, but still delicious. And um, the appearance and packaging let's talk a little bit about that okay and yo fucking nailed it stand-up zipper pouch all right that's what i'm talking about cafe cocina everybody get on this this freaking this is just the best bag i don't know haven't seen a better bag you know try to convince me out there um and you guys will see in the instagram post the the bag that i'm talking about very nice Stand up zipper pouch. Appreciate it. The beans are secure. There's a silhouette of the coffee plant behind on the logo here. And it's got, um, you know, it lets us know it's a dark roast on here. The tasting notes, of course, the origins, the elevation. And it gives us the recommended brew styles, which is always appreciated. We just went with the French press this time. Uh, you can also find their website on the back of the bag here, okay? Thecafecocina.com, C-A-F-F-E-C-O-C-I-N-A, punto com. And, um, you know, go visit them if you're out there. If you're out there in Polsbo across the peninsula, anybody out there, at uh, the Finn Hill Road, 580 Fin Hill Road, Polsbo, Washington. Check them out. Overall, though, hey, 9.8, gonna say it. You know, I didn't get the flavor profile that they described here with the baker's chocolate on the nose. Uh, more for that, you know, but but um, I did. I just didn't see I didn't see it was too chocolatey roasted almonds. Not not really getting it, uh, but hey, that's why the minus the point too. other than that, dude, this shit's bomb. You guys should really try it uh, again. It was gifted to me, so I don't know what stores you could buy it in. But take a trip out there, you know, take a trip out to Polesbo. maybe not right now in the snow, I don't know, but uh, go visit them, you know, support local businesses. If you're ever around Polsbo, you know, all my homies out there on the peninsula, go check them out, go check them out. They got an Instagram and a Facebook and all of that too. So, but for now, let's get into the next subject, bringing back some old news. We're going to keep these nostalgic vibes here, okay? Blast from the past. Or, you know, just kind of things that that happened um, that I remember being a big deal. Some good news in here. Some, uh, you know, just things that happened back in the day. Within the last, you know, decade or two or whatever. Um, no particular order here. I'm not going chronological. But, uh, for you know, for the first one here. Sports fans will appreciate. I think this this um this thing that I haven't thought about for a long time, but specifically American football fans, you know, in light of the recent Super Bowl um the the Kansas City chiefs took a took a loss to the goat, Tom Brady and the Buccaneers at um, a Tampa Bay, but anyways. It's a now, is a fully ingrained, you know, American tradition. The Super Bowl, everybody gets together. I mean, COVID made it, you know, it's different, but it used to be, I guess. <laughs> um, pretty big deal in the sports world, though. You know, at least here in the U.S., for sure. Looking back at uh, February 7th, 2010, though, after devastating Hurricane Katrina four years earlier. We all remember that. New Orleans, uh, Louisiana, in the midst of rebuilding... A city that was just totally destroyed, you know? There was a spark that ignited hope for the people. The New Orleans Saints. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. They took the cake that year. Winning the Super Bowl over the the Colts, the Indianapolis Colts. 31-17. Repping for New Orleans since the 1960s, man. This is their football team, man. I I remember being a huge deal when... uh, Drew Brees was Reggie Bush on the team at that time, too. I'm not sure. I don't remember that Reggie Bush, one of the best running backs of all time. Fight me on it. Um, But anyways, yes, it was just pure joy. Remember when when the Saints won the won the Super Bowl, because it was something that everybody kind of gathered around and, and got behind, you know, the whole city um as they were rebuilding from the devastating hurricane and it was just all over the news and it, it just made me happy i really liked i became a saints fan after that i think i i liked the saints before they're cool mainly because drew Brees had my favorite number as well um nine number 9 y'all know that but anyways just a great great time also when the when the seahawks won the Super Bowl during the 2013-14 season. That was insane in Seattle, too. Football, see, that's what I'm saying. People, it's America's, I okay, America's pastime, I know, baseball, but I think in, like, 100 years, if football continues, people are going to look back and be like, damn, football's been around and uh, really impacted our society as a whole. Kind of insane. But anyways, when the Seahawks won, I think, like, parades, Happened for like two weeks or something, you know, back when the Legion of Boom was around. One of the best defensive secondaries in NFL history, for sure, for sure, dude. Richard Sherman back there in the secondary, Earl Thomas. Dude, Richard Sherman was talking all that noise, but I like that a little bit. You know, you got to have a little bit of that. Uh, Cam Chancellor, um, Brandon Browner, who else? Byron Maxwell. Um, Am I missing somebody? Maybe, probably. Uh, I miss seeing those son of a guns, you know, wreaking havoc on the opposing offense. But let's fast forward a little bit here to uh, 2015. June 26, 2015. Same-sex marriage legalized in the United States of America. What? 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 Wait, what? Like, why was that ever illegal? You know what I'm saying? Like, just one person that loves another person that wants to spend the rest of their days together, you know, and have it, you know, signed on a piece of paper. Why? Why is that illegal? Why was that ever illegal? You know, I'm sure a lot of it has to do with religion. And like, I don't know why I don't understand it. It's just one human and another human sharing love. Um, you know, probably like old white guys in politics, I don't know, <laughs> but shout out to all my happily married same sex um marriage friends <laughs> and anyway, uh, yeah, hey, everybody that's same sex married way happier, I feel like I don't know, I just feel like I've seen less grumpy people that are in same sex marriages than I have their counterparts and is that saying something? I don't know. Shit. And that goes for both guys and girls. It's like, it's like, you know, just overall happier. Um, and let's, let's talk about a, a different subject here. Another artist that we have not covered in the, in the GDO playlist, but um, in the future, in the future, Akon, Lighting Africa a project that started in 2014. You guys remember hearing about this? I forgot about this, but as of 2020, 14 African nations um have been supplied solar-powered electricity via street lamps and solar panels, thank you to this foundation that uh, Akon started. Thank you Akon, giving back, giving back to his community, giving back to the people. And since it's snowing right now. I just remembered actually. Uh snowmageddon dude repeat what it was 2018 2019 i think two years ago because 2019 two years ago yeah uh 2018 2019 that winter season man everybody was freaking out over here in seattle i mean like I said, everything shut down, everything, I bet everything's going to be shut down for the next couple of days. And, uh, you know, people were just leaving their cars parked at bottom of hills because they couldn't get up the hills. I mean, it's not really a city that's prepared for snow. Like, you know, how often does it really snow? And it usually doesn't stick around for too long. But it was, uh, that was my first snow here in Seattle. And, uh, it was just interesting, you know, growing up, seeing snow all the time, every winter, and it would stay on the ground for, you know, sometimes like a month or more. Um, so it, that was kind of normal and driving around and it was fine. You know, we had the cuatro por cuatro out there in the troca. So we were good, but out here people got Priuses and whatever. So, you know, it's a little tougher to navigate. I understand that. I understand that. But, um, You know batting down the hatches everybody was taking food off the shelves it sounds like in the recent days just preparing for this so they didn't have to leave their home so you know being safe that's a good thing too. like staying off the roads um, if you don't have the proper equipment or vehicles to do so um, you know if you're not taking the proper precautions but all in all I love the snow it's fun it's cool. It's fun to just, you know, sit around and watch it. And it feels nice, right? You get a little excuse to not have to go outside. Um, But anyways, probably the most insane thing that happened in the last quarter century or so. The release of the first ever touchscreen hand-sized computer. Dude, June 29th, 2007. Remember that day? What were you doing? I don't really remember what I was doing, but it's probably like middle school or something when I saw that that's when I saw the first iPhone that I had ever seen. And um, I knew it was dope then, but I didn't know what it was going to turn into. You know, that's insane, right? 13 years, 14 years later now. I don't know where everybody's got an iPhone, but you remember when you had the flip phones before or like the Nokia before that, that wasn't even a flip phone. It just had the numbers on the front. And uh, now everybody's got this computer, access to everything, anything you want. You can shop, you can scroll through your Instagram feed, you can, um, you know, find out recipes, you can, all this stuff, all in the palm of your hand. It's changed our lives forever, forever, humans, forever. Uh, so that's pretty insane. But you know, we sent messages the old-fashioned way, dog. Out there in Eastern Washington, we used to have pigeons at my house. You know, we had them in a little coop. Never used them actually as like messenger pigeons or carrier pigeons. I don't know why we had pigeons. We had them though. You know, like I like having those little fellas around. You know, (laughs) I don't know why we had pigeons. Um, But. I don't know. Anyways, let's round off this this flashback time. Thanks for taking a trip back with me. I think that was fun. Some things that uh, you know, I had forgot about until I had to, I had to really sit down and like think. I was like, "What happened?" And I know I'm missing a lot of stuff, obviously for sure. I mean, we're in the age of technology. Like I was saying, we got everything in at the palm of our hand. We can't we can't really remember things well because we're getting such just all the time constantly getting new media, new footage new news every single day every every hour not every minute dude that's insane think about that like you used to have to just wait for the morning paper and read read up on stuff you know um i mean i didn't really ever do that but back in the days you know other people (laughs) older folk grown folk uh you know you had to wait for the paper but and even before that when like You know, you didn't even have newspaper. When was before newspaper? That must have been like the 18th century. (laughs) I don't know. Okay, we're getting on a tangent. Let's uh, let's move on to the GDO playlist. And again, we're going to keep it rolling with the nostalgic vibes. We're going to continue here and this artist is known worldwide for fun upbeat pop music as of late okay British singer songwriter has collaborated with many other prominent artists since her debut album in 2017 sharing tracks with uh, artists like J Balvin recently I heard a song and it's it's awesome what is it called it is called un dia one day that's what it's called um He's also been on a hot streak lately, J Balvin. But, uh, yes, I'm hopping on the wagon, okay? Who am I talking about? Who am I talking about? That's right, I'm talking about Dua Lipa. Okay, she makes some great fun music, okay? All right, quit hating. Definitely, you know, music for when you're in a particular mood, a good mood. You know, trying to have a good time. Um, Actually, I don't know, I don't know if... You know, if you're having a slow morning, but maybe you want to pick up the pace, throw on a little Dua Lipa track, and all you macho men out there, alright, dude, listen to some pop music, it's fine, it's cool, it's fun music, it's whatever. Now that being said though, I'm not a fan of all of her music, some just doesn't click with me, and that's okay. Um, the first song that I ever heard by Dua Lipa, actually, I did not enjoy, and I think it was what was it called it was her like breakout single like back in the day everybody's heard the song because it was on the radio everywhere and that's i think why i didn't like it uh new rules new rules is what it's called and i didn't like it was just like every morning when i got to the gym it was like just like on repeat on the radio and i was like bro i don't want to listen to this while i'm at the gym like trying to be hardcore dude i'm like trying to you know can just get jacked, and um, I'm listening to <laughs> Dua Lipa talking about you know, don't picking up the phone and something about new rules. <laughs> but her most recent album, Future Nostalgia, I can get behind that though. Okay, there's a lot of funky uh, bass lines in this in this album, and if you haven't listened to it already please go do it. It'll probably uh, almost all of it will be on the GDL playlist. So you could check that out. Um, a, her tiny desk performance too. That came out a couple months ago. Um, you, you, should definitely check that out tiny desk if you haven't checked out tiny desk or heard of tiny desk before you're welcome um different artists so many artists i don't know how many artists they've had on there now but they have some awesome concerts there there used to be it sounds like a small crowd or maybe they did it like during the staff's lunch hour or something um before covid but now it's kind of like tiny desk at home performances and hers was amazing i was just like at home One night, like, you know, playing Jenga or something. And um, I was just really concentrated. And I was looking at my Jenga blocks, listening to some music in the background. I was like, oh, this is sick. What is this? And I look up and it's Dua motherfucking Lipa. Yo. And she was singing her ass off on that Tiny Desk performance. So Google that. YouTube that. Okay. The rest is history. Here's the wagon. I'm on it. All right. Check out the GDO playlist at uh, you know Apple Music, Spotify, music, and um, let me know what you think. Let me know what you think, and uh, we'll see you next episode. Okay, next episode, and that's another five episodes because we're gonna be coming up on number one, five, fifteen. Jeez, thank you so much for tuning in, everybody. This has been so fun. Let's keep it rolling. Let's keep the good times rolling. Um. And get ready for another giveaway. Coming soon. Alright. Bye bye. Peace.